Manx Radio's Countryside is brought to you by NFU Mutual. Hello and welcome to this week's Countryside programme here on Manx Radio. I'm Simon Clark. And I'm Kiri Kermode. On Saturday, I went along to the Welcome Centre at the Sea Terminal to see the sale of the Young Farmers concert tickets. Go ahead. I spoke to some of the prize winners at the Ramsey and Onken District Fur and Feather Society show in Andreas. I also got a chat with Keith Carouche, who was the guest speaker at last week's 90th Young Farmers Anniversary Dinner. But we'll start with uh, always an exciting time. Not the Young Farmers concert, but the run-up to it when the tickets go on sale. You were there, Kerry. Indeed I was. I caught up with some of the people in the queue waiting to get their tickets. And the reason for why they were there, and also some of the members of the Federation of Young Farmers. But first, I speak to Emma Farragher, Nikki and Trelja Norris at the front of the queue. So we've just arrived here at the sea terminal ahead of the tickets being released for the Young Farmers concert. Now, at the very, very front of the queue is a little person in a onesie. Trelja, how long have you been here? Since 7.55 last night. 7.55 last night. You are unbelievable. But why? Why are you queuing for Young Farmers tickets? It's just a good community and uh, it's a good concert to watch. Happens every year. I'm either in it or I watch it, no matter what. Brilliant. And you're here with Emma Farragher. And Emma, you're normally on the stage. So why are you buying tickets this year? Um, Ask (laughs) Trelja. So is this something you've done every year? No, this is my first year. Uh, Next year as well? Mm, We'll see. (laughs) So what tickets are you after, Trelja? Saturday night. Yeah, it's the main night, isn't it? It really is something else. And you, uh, Nikki, you've been coming here for a number of years now. Um, you're literally sitting on a chair, looking very civilised, like you've not been awake all night. <laughs> Someone's got to. <laughs> but it's obviously special to you to join the queue, to be this early up in the queue as well. It, it's the fact that like, when you get here, everyone's like really friendly and you get to meet everyone. You see them once a year most of the time, so you can have a good catch-up with everybody. And it's like, Trelja's now taken over from Mum coming up, so... It's like a new generation. Well, James, you're here. The actual sun is starting to come up. You've been here all night, I imagine. Yeah, it was uh, quarter past, half past 11, I think it was. Um, just finished watching the Six Nations, so I thought, <laughs> rather than falling asleep on the sofa, I'll fall asleep in the van. And you obviously watch it yourself then? Yeah, yeah, I go, I go and watch. Mum tried to get me in one year to, to join, and I said, no, I said, I'm not dancing around on stage in front of numerous people, so... <laughs> I, uh, I said I'll just support and go and watch and like say we go Saturday night every every time we go. And it is a um, late night, isn't it? Once they got finished, the judging and everything else. Yeah, yeah. and credit to all the judges because they they put yeah, on yeah. shows every night and they're they're a tough decision to make. Oh yeah. From sitting yeah. in the crowd, so yeah, credit to them all. Well, you've been up out your seat now. It's time to go to the door, <laughs> Catherine Jakes. How many years have you been coming to this? Oh, my God, too many to remember. Oh, there must be about 15. Wow. And yeah. why, though? It's all good fun. Yeah. And when you're joining the queue, you're meeting so many people, and then you're dragging your friends along to come with you. So what time have you been sat here since? Uh, three o'clock. Well, anyway, I'll, I'll let you go. The, the lights are on in the Welcome right. Centre. Thank you good very luck. much. And to you. <laughs> well, Finley McLeod... Um, I've never seen you dressed quite like this before, but obviously it's all in association with the Young Farmers and Isle of Man Creameries. Well, I just thought it was a, the least we could do is come and see the people who are uh, 
have been queuing all night uh, to get their tickets for the Young Farmer show. And we're delighted to be associated with the, with the show, very, very much uh, part of uh, the, the, the community that we support and very much part of. Uh, it's a fantastic uh, show and uh, I, I would say you know, if you can get yourself tickets, uh, you'll have a great night at any of the nights uh, that it's on. But that, that said, getting tickets, it is so, so difficult. And these people have been queuing through the night. I, I believe that the first uh, people arrived at about 11 o'clock last night. So uh, they're, they're brave, they're committed, and they will have an absolutely great night uh, for their, their efforts. They really will, but you look like you're dressed to actually go on the stage. This is a really, really wonderful cow costume. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, and you know, I, I keep on saying it, it's been a very orderly queue. <laughs> People who have never seen this side of you before, Finlay. And it's great that you're getting into the spirit of the young farmers. Well, you can't not get into the spirit of the young farmers. The enthusiasm from, uh, from, from the, uh, the, the young people that are involved with the young farmers is just incredible. It's infectious. And we are very, very happy to be uh, supporting uh, the show uh, this year for the first time. And um, you know, if, if there's anything else that we can do to, to help the, the show be a success, then we're, we're very happy to do it. Well, Emily Kelly, it's that time of year again. The Welcome Centre is chucker. The doors are nearly open. We're a couple of minutes away from the tickets going on sale for 2024. How are you feeling as chairman of the Young Farmers? No, just really proud, really. You know, we've had a lot of our members here since four o'clock this morning, you know, serving teas and coffees, you know, for them loyal supporters that come down year on year. Um, to queue for the tickets, you know, I think a lot of members here sort of panic and go and, you know, <laughs> concerts only a few weeks away and tickets, you know, and people are worried about putting, you know, shows and sketches and dances and stuff together. But, you know, as they always say, it all comes together in the end. So, yeah, no, just really looking forward to it. And then doors, you know, everybody's waiting for them to open. It is absolutely a great sight. And it's lovely to have Connie from Isle of Man Creameries here this year. She's just looking the part, isn't she? Absolutely. Thanks put a couple of tags and then she'll be ready to go out into the field later. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brian and Neil, you have the hard job of uh, wrangling the troops and getting all of this broadcast and advertised all over uh, the Young Farmers social media channels and gathering us all together here today. How are you feeling? Um, I can't believe it's this time of year already, really. I think I'm a bit um, overwhelmed with how fast time has gone, but no, it's really good. Obviously, couldn't do it without our little federation team and the wider members on the... Um, Committee, so yeah, it's been really good. We've had a good morning, haven't we? Absolutely. Despite the wet rain, there's been so many people. I think our first, well, you've probably spoken to them already, around nine o'clock or something last night, last half night, eight. Yeah. Um, we were at our public speaking competition. They were sending pictures in their cars outside the sea terminal. So it's always like it's still like shocking that people, you know, go out of their way to do that. So we're great, very grateful for the support every year. And there's so many faces here. The queue is all the way down past the baggage carousel. So yeah, it's brilliant. It it's really it yeah. really is. And like you say, the sketches are underway. Some of these concerts will be already written, Emily. Absolutely. I mean, um, obviously, I've not been too involved myself this year, obviously doing more, obviously, with Bryony and the Federation Committee to get things sorted. A lot of the background, uh, you know, obviously, with Conister continued support and Alman Cream, we joined us this year, which was great to have them on board. So I'm sure they'll be getting a bit of stick or two in people's <laughs> yeah. ske uh, sketches. Yeah. Oh, well, oh, there we go. The doors, the doors are, are unlocked. <laughs> One minute to go. Well, anyway, Hi. I better get out of the way and let the hordes go forward. <laughs> Brownie, are you after tickets yourself? Um, I have got my bulk load. We um, are fortunate to get them in advance for all of our programme advertisers, um, our judges, our life members, you know, lots of important people that we save tickets for beforehand. Um, obviously, everyone's super keen. They're racing into the Welcome Centre <laughs> now. Is, what a sight. This is absolutely <laughs> yeah. brilliant. It is great, isn't it? But no, um, 
we're all super excited. All the clubs, you know, are really getting on with their rehearsals now. It's just after Christmas it goes so quickly. So the fact that the concert is a little bit earlier this year on the 7th, 8th and 9th of March, um, it's like a, a race to get everything done, but it all, you know, pays off the end. Some clubs are, oh my gosh, we haven't really got much. And then some clubs are um, way ahead of themselves. So, you know, it'll all, it'll all be all right on the night. It'll it's be hard fine. to believe, yeah. like, the sewing machines will be out already getting yes. some of those dancing yeah. costumes. How do they come up with the ideas every year? Because they are just truly wonderful. Yeah, it's... Um, I don't know. It's a mystery, isn't it? The, the creative minds in the agricultural um, sector, you will be very surprised. There's lots of them, yeah. Lots of ideas come round, mainly cups of tea and kitchen table or <laughs> yeah. a pint or two in the pub. They're usually the best ones. I or think when so, you're out yeah. in the yard feeding up stock or sweeping the yard and you have that little light bulb moment, I think that's where some of my right, best ideas have come down. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I think a lot of the ideas do wear. Uh, do come from the uh, tables and the pubs, yeah. don't they? But it helps, and it's all good entertainment. As you can see, we've got lots of people here, so uh, do something right, hopefully. <laughs> and is it still okay for young people to get involved now, or is it too late for this year? Um, no, absolutely. I mean, if anyone's keen to get involved, I'm sure there'll be something that they can do with one of the clubs, you know, whichever one they want to... Uh, go for but there's obviously so much else happening this year you know the concert is our our biggest and um, most favorite event but we've got lots of other things going on we'll hopefully be hosting a big national young farmers event in june um which will have many members from the uk coming over so that'll be brilliant we'll hopefully have another fundraiser in november um and that's just, you know, a few things with everything else we've got going on, all our usual public speaking competitions, Stubbs quiz later on this month. We had public speaking last night. So, yeah, it's all go. And then most clubs are doing two concert practices a week at the moment. So it's, uh, yeah, busy. Spinning a lot of plates. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you mentioned charity there. Um, Emily, Young Farmers is one of those organisations that gives an awful lot back to charity. Absolutely. I mean, you'll see what we've done with the tractor on you know last sort of five six years. You know, over fifty thousand pound. Again, even over the concert nights, you know, we do bucket collections um, throughout the years. You know, a lot of charities have benefited from young farmers. You know, putting our bit back into the community, and you know, we've established quite um, a good reputation with charities and built relationships with them over the years. So it's just nice to be able to help. And do you have any idea who this year's concert charities are going to be? Um, that one is up to the Vice Chairman Michael Deal, so I'm sure he'll reveal that um, shortly before the concert. So I think yeah. he's just having a last minute sort of uh, think on you know, who'll be benefiting from that. Yeah, we will know uh, next week when we've yeah. got a federation meeting. So he's got a few ideas, um, and yeah, we'll, we'll announce it next week, hopefully. Well, anyway, well, good luck this morning. Obviously, you don't need any more people in this no, welcome centre. It is jammed to the gunnels, but this will be open all day as we go. Yeah, all day. Um, the Villa Marina desk opens at 10 o'clock, and then the online and telephone sales are at 10.30 a.m. So if you can't get down, get online. There we go. That was Emily Kelly, the chairperson of the Federation of Young Farmers, along with the secretary, Bryony Neal, and some of the people in the queue anticipating their best seats in the house was James Smith, Kathy Jakes, and firstly, it was Emma Farragher and Nikki and Trelja Norris. I don't know. It's like it got into a, like a tradition thing now, hasn't it? You it know, really, really has. You can get them online, but they don't want to give up on that tradition of going down there in the evening, keeping their flasks of soup with them, having a natter, and some people catch up with each other just that day, annual catch up. And it was great to see the young farmers putting on a hot cup of tea and some toast at 
Four o'clock in the morning, Simon. Can you believe it? <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> I was thinking of them. Oh, I bet after you were. I got up. <laughs> <laughs> Well, on Sunday, it was the annual Ramsey and Onken Fur and Feather Society's show, which was held in the Parish Hall in Andreas. I popped along to chat to a couple of the prize winners on the day, Ruth Mead with her gander. But first of all, the winner of the best cage bird in the show, the Guldian Finch. And I chatted to John Keenan from the Laugh. First of all, uh, take some looking after. Lots of hours, all weekend, Simon, all weekend. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's it's interesting, you know. You don't know what you're going to breed, and you don't know what's going to turn out, do you? Yeah. I mean, the the colours. I mean, the youngsters come and stand and stare at them and amazed by how uh, vibrant the colours are. I mean, when they breed, do they always? Can you predict what colours they're going to be? No, those Goldians will take nine months to colour up. Really? Yeah, nine months. But the others, you can. Colour feed the canaries, the red ones, they're colour fed. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it's, it's the goldians is the hard ones to, to tell. They, they'll stay grey for a long, long time. Yeah. And what about uh, feed? Is, is there special feed you have to use for them? Well, there's goldian, there's finch, there's canary, there's budgie, there's parakeet. <laughs> all different. All different they, feeds. They, like, don't, they don't eat the same thing? No, like, they don't no. eat the same thing. No. That must be a, a bit of a t- troublesome time with all the bags. No, I buy it by the pallets. <laughs> oh. <laughs> How many have you got birds, John? Uh, Roughly. A couple hundred, I'd say. Really? Yeah. yeah. You'll have to come and have a look, Sam. I will do. <laughs> and what, what, it must be satisfying to see the people standing at the cages, though, uh, admiring them and, and, and oh, it is. enjoying your work. It yeah. is. Well, I did this display at the show as well, like, you know, the world show. Yeah. And that really goes down well. Yeah. You know, the people, that, it's unbelievable. The people that come and have a look at them, like, yeah. yeah. So, even that weekends at, at the house, people just come to have a look. Really? Yeah. And it's, it's, it is interesting, like, yeah. is it, well, I've got that many different birds as well. So. How many years have you been at this now? Hell. About 27, 28 years now. Really? Yeah. yeah. And enjoying enthusiasm still there, John? Oh, 100%. Yeah, 100%. Really? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. It, uh, it kind of gets the grip of you. Well, Ruth Mead, uh, you've come away with uh, one of the, the big prizes today. I know. My, my best gander, Solstice. So um, anyone that's been up to the farm will have met Solstice who we're besotted with each other, to be honest, and he's come away with best waterfowl today, so I'm absolutely made up. I always thought he was nice, but it's nice to have someone else believe in him too. <laughs> but it's, uh, I've always sort of took geese and ganders as usually all white, but there's different colouring on this one. Yeah, so he's a Dulac Toulouse. It's a French breed, and they're enormous geese, and they are used traditionally for the foie gras in France. Um, obviously, we would never do anything like that. These are um, purely grass-raised. They graze all day. Um, a lot of people don't realise geese are actually grazing animals. So, yeah, so they just spend their day wandering around the farm grazing. But they're, they're very wonderful. I remember them on our farm. They're wonderful guards as well, aren't they? They are. Oh, yeah. I mean, Solstice, he absolutely adores me at this time of year. 
However, Stuart has to be extremely careful because he will hunt Stuart down and go in for a big bite at every opportunity. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. But, I mean, how long have you had uh, these geese? These geese are four. Um, so they're, they're called summer and solstice, the two geese we've brought today. Um, they hatched on the summer solstice, yeah. so it's easy to remember. Um, but we've had geese for um, almost seven years now. Um, I didn't really want geese, so I bought Stuart a pair of geese for his 46th birthday. <laughs> not realising they can live till up to 40 years, some breeds. So, really? Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, do, do, do these breed as well? Yes, yeah, so we do breed these geese. Um, people will know that our farm, everything is productive, so we do breed a small number of geese for ourselves for, for Christmas. So these are the breeding pair, though, so they, they're quite safe. They're going to live to a ripe old age. Well, you smile, and that's a nice prize to come away with today. Well done. It is. Thank you very much. Ruth Mead with her gander, which won the section there, and a very uh, beautiful one it was, quite noisy at times too. And uh, before that, John Keenan from Balaf with a wonderful array of coloured birds on show and winning the cage bird section with that Goldie and Finch. Great, great colours there, and uh, the noise in them uh, shows is absolutely <laughs> tremendous and the enthusiasm by people. It was the exact same thing I was going to say. It's the noise, isn't it? Of them all tweetling along in the background. And they all seem so happy to be there, don't they, as well? And like you say, the colours are just outstanding. But the care and attention that must go into getting them ready for that show must be off the scale. Yeah, it is. And, the uh, you know, it's just interesting there when I thought, you know, one bag of food might do the lot of them birds, but no, no. <laughs> they all have their specific dietary requirements. This the, is it. The vegans amongst them. Oh, yeah. bless. But, yeah. but that said, Simon, the amount of effort and attention that they go to to get them picture perfect for the day is no different than showing cattle or showing sheep. They're just a bit smaller, aren't they? And Oh, so stunning. Indeed. <laughs> You're listening to Countryside here on Manx Radio with Kiri Kermode and myself, Simon Clark. Well, last week we spoke about the Northern Young Farmers, the oldest club on the island in the Young Farmers movement. They celebrated their 90th anniversary and I was at the dinner and I went along and I spoke to Keith Carouche after the event to get his thoughts and memories of his days on the Young Farmers. Well, Keith Carouche, it was great to see you at the uh, the 90th anniversary Young Farmers dinner uh, last week. Um Great honour to be asked to be speaker, guest speaker. It was indeed. It was a surprise to me when uh, Jacob spoke to me back before Christmas and said, um, on the way out the door from the NFU meeting, uh, we'll put you down for this job at the end of January. So that was me signed up. But you've been a, a, a great um, follower and a contributor and support in the dinners uh, for many years, Keith. I've... Uh, Trace me time way back, there used to be a judging competition for parishes. So you could have a mackerel team or a derby team, whatever. And that was my first experience of the young farmers, probably at about 11 or 12. Really? A lot different to, to what it is today? I, I suppose the general, the bottom line of uh, who won what class still comes out the same about who was triumphant. The one... Uh, the one that eluded me was to get the Fatstock Cup, because I only got halfway to that. I shared the cup with John Cannell Balakanen. Really? Yeah. 
And you tried your best to, to get that title, did you? That would be way back in the 70s. So all of my stories are back in the 70s. Well, I'm sure there's a lot of people listening to Countryside that will uh, remember um, stories from back then in the 70s and 80s and stuff. But um, you say it was 11 or 12 and you, your first involvement with the young farmers. Yes. And what, yep. what sort of activities it mentioned the, the, the stock and the fat stock judging and things like that? Was it very similar competitions, tug of war and things? Uh, yeah, it was uh, pretty well the same. I've never really had I've always been on the livestock side I've never had any interest in tractors and field work really so I've always can you drive one barely barely <laughs> really an old 35 maybe <laughs> yeah um, but what about the the horse side of it as well because that's been a big part of the Karouche family over the years too I have to say my uh, sister Claire's really been the key figure in the horses and we might be rounded up for occasional helpers, but it's all been Claire's initiative on all of that. And she's now down to the difficult situation of having three old pensioners. And the last fall was about four years ago, which she called a finale. But uh, speaking at uh, the 90th dinner, great honour, Keith, and uh, some, some great memories you managed to, to bring up there that uh, I suppose surprise a lot of the younger members but not so much the older generation <laughs> well first and foremost my granddaughter said i was far too long-winded because the grace doesn't take long and the loyal toast doesn't take long so she thought a 10 or 12 minute speech was a bit of a mouthful um i think i was fortunate to have learned um, of the origins from my father and his contemporaries that um in my mind, the foundation figure, <clears throat> there's very few people who remember this, George Howey was a Scotsman here who impressed upon them the farming was important and all these livestock and everything about the practicalities. But he also said it was important for them to be active in public life to keep putting farming forward, to keep farming afloat. And I think a lot of the competitions that, I mean, there's fewer and, you know, they're far between nowadays, um, people in the Young Farmers Movement that are involved in agriculture, because even um, when we were little, growing up on our farm, a lot of the people, friends that weren't from the agriculture, uh, agriculture used to always come down to the farm and they'd love it because they never got the opportunity really, but now just doesn't seem as much interest in it as there used to be. Oh, I think it's a shame there's... Um it's a very good thing that the pre president, Steady Al, and chairman and other people have galvanised the Northern Club. And it was in a low place a few years ago, but they've gotten it up to a strong number with 170 at the dinner. So I'm very glad that, but the uh, actual number of practical farmers there is very limited. Mm -hmm. And the prospects for those farmers quite limited I think. Did you enjoy your time in the Young Farmers uh, Keith? All quiet and shy and retiring back then were you? Uh, uh, I reflected at this dinner on the early uh, concerts that were held and they were all in tiny chapel halls like Boldrine or the Douglas Old Folks or maybe the Braddon Church Hall was a big one to go to but you all had to sort of pack in and sweat somehow, and uh, they were very amateur sort of affairs, but uh, 
fortunately we had uh, Pamkin Reid and Anne MacDonald as our coaches and they knocked us into shape. <laughs> I can't imagine that for one minute, Keith. But obviously, was it the concept similar, that have taken a bit of Mickey out of MHKs and things like that, and politicians? Or just sadly, farmers? Sadly, I, I think they used to be much more adept at uh, giving the uh, MHKs a chase, and I'd like them to see uh, that now, really. Um, but there aren't many farming MHKs to be chased. Tim Johnson... Um, and so the uh, likes of Noel Kringle and my father, before that Norman Ratcliffe, Percy Ratcliffe, they were all uh, figures they liked to have a pop at. Yeah, and, and did they take it in the right spirit? Yes, I think there was only, there was one, uh, one occasion I think that someone went a bit too far and really uh, pushed the limits and so one farmer vowed he'd never go again to be subject to abuse. <laughs> but uh, great times and great memories, and it's it's still great. I mean, it was much appreciated, uh, I think, you being the speaker at the dinner to, you know, give the perspective from um, when the young farmers, um, you know, from, from quite a few years ago compared to how it is now. Yes, there um, probably were more hands-on farmers. Um, one of the things I'd like just to... Uh, pay tribute. Um, Roy Gelling died recently and I was very lucky to be on a judging team uh, with his daughter Pauline and Stuart Kameen when we went to the UK to judge Shorthorns and Shorthorns are a thing of the past now that might have a revival um, but it was quite the thing. We, we managed to win the team award and uh, Pauline had top marks, she was number one and Stuart was close behind and I was number three in the team. But uh, they're great memories and something you never forget, isn't it? Yes, that's right. The um, I I do miss the. I know um, people now like to go to the Royal Welsh Show and to Yorkshire and the Highland, but I think when the Royal Show of England was there, it was a big event, but it sort of went off the map. It must have just been too ex expensive for exhibitors, I think, to to be there. Well, he uh, supports as many events as he can with the Northern Young Farmers and uh, being part of it many years ago with their family, the Karouche family. Keith Karouche there talking to me uh, about the uh, the 90th anniversary dinner of the Northern Young Farmers and, and his times and memories of some of the events and how things have changed over the years, Kiri. It is so. Uh, there's not maybe so many farmers involved with the Young Farmers Movement itself now, but it's ever the healthiest, as you've seen on Saturday there at the Welcome Centre. So many of the Young Farmers members coming down to support and the amount they do for charity now. It is maybe different from when Keith was in it in the younger days, but uh, it's still going from strength to strength. Yes, and uh, you mentioned the money for charity. It is tremendous and uh, the support that they get from the Isle of Man public as well at these events. Uh, you know, the concert is a big part of it, but obviously the tractor run and uh, some of the other um, rowing events and the Viking longboat races that they get sponsorship for, it's great. It really is great, and there's such a big movement of them as well. You know, a few pence here and there soon adds up, and, and everybody wants to be part of it, and they enjoy it so much. And having that youth and the enthusiasm coming through as well, even if you're not a farmer, you can still get involved with young farmers now. You can indeed. 
All of these interviews or the programmes from past weeks are available on Manx Radio's website on the Listen Again feature or you can download the podcasts from Manx Radio's website as well. We're back next Tuesday with more from the countryside. So until then, from me, Simon Clark. And me, Kiri Kermode. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye.